Yo, what's going on? This is your host, Juan Gray, and welcome to the Words to Success show. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with my friend, Mo Abassi. Mo is an entrepreneur and an online dating coach. He's someone who has helped thousands and thousands of people around the world with their confidence and get to the next level of their lives. Something that we speak about in this episode is how to attract the opposite sex, how to get what you truly want out of life, and what habits you need to implement to truly change your behavior so you can change your life. This and much more. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's a strong and very interesting one. So let's get it. Vamos. But I would say success is improvement. Daily. Daily improvement. The universe will, will also... You know, I feel like it almost tests you to see if you're for real, right? It's like it'll constantly throw shit your way and you have to innovate and you have to be smart enough to hustle and, and get coaches and get mentors and all this stuff to constantly overcome those until the universe goes like, okay, this guy's for real. He's actually, he's actually doing this. Welcome to the most badass show on the planet, my man Mo. How do you do? What's up, man? How are you? Doing fantastic. How are you, my man? I'm feeling amazing. The The weather here is really good. I'm having a good day, relaxed. Sweet, man. So for those who don't know you, um, who are you? What do you do? And and how did you get there just to get it off rolling? Cool, yeah. Uh, so my name is Mo Bassi. I am a international dating coach. So basically, I just travel all over the world, and I teach guys how to... Um, meet women, attract women, and find their significant other. So that's pretty much the whole spiel. Right. And why did you get into that? Yeah. Um, well, I, I got into it about like four or five years ago, um, mm-hmm. mainly because I was someone who had really low confidence in myself. I had low self-esteem. Uh, I had major social anxiety. I, uh, I literally couldn't even talk to people. Like I would freeze up and my hands would start shaking. I would actually start sweating. Um, so I had a major anxiety, depression. I was overweight. I was always playing video games. And uh, coincidentally, my friend introduced me to the world of you know men's dating and stuff like that. So uh, for once in my life, I, I felt like I had a way to get out and I had a way mm-hmm. to actually... Uh, explore myself and kind of figure out who I was. Um, and so that's how I got hooked into it. I just wanted to learn more and more about myself, my psychology, uh, attraction, meeting women, everything like that. And um, yeah, I just ended up doing it for four or five years to the point where I completely changed my identity. I completely changed who I was. And now my mission is just to help more more guys to transform, to be able to have the dating lives that they want. Uh... What do you feel is like the most rewarding thing about, obviously you're helping others, you're helping people get results, have more confidence, which is probably one of the main things that you focus on, right? So how do you help people and men and also women, because you know we have men and women listening to, to this show. And I think a lot of the things that might apply to guys, um, you know, might apply to, to women as well that are trying to connect with guys or, or in general, if you're connecting with someone you want to, attract someone more that you like how do you go about that yeah so there's a few main things there was actually study done by um man i forgot what university it is so don't quote me on this but uh i believe it was the university of boston 
And they did, they actually found a study that said that 68% of both men and women, the number one deal breaker was neediness. And as soon as someone shows that they're needy and they need something, it shows that they don't get uh, enough of it, or there must be something missing about that person uh, that they need that certain thing to work and that they're not fulfilled in their own life. So I always tell people, regardless of men or women, if you show neediness, that's the number one way to not attract someone. Um, so you have to figure out what doesn't attract people. Then you can start working on uh, building your way into actually attracting the women or men that you want into your life. So neediness is the biggest one. You can't be needy. Um, and also the second biggest thing is being negative. People don't want to be around people who are negative because it makes them feel bad. Right. So the more negative that you are, the more you're going to push away partners uh, that you could potentially be with and that you could have an amazing relationship with. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, negativity, negativity and neediness are the top two. OK, uh, that's, that's cool. Can you give me like three pointers like or three things that people could focus on maybe that are different that are something that they haven't heard before that they can use as habits or that they can have that can maybe change in my sense and in, in their mindset to help them be either more attractive or have more confidence sure um so in terms of so yeah confidence is a big one in terms of like actually attracting the woman or men that you want in your life regardless of of what you want uh obviously we want people to take the burden off of us to have to lead. Right. And when you're confident, it shows that you're willing to actually take the lead. So the biggest way to become confident is to one, realize that you're enough. And one of the biggest fears that all humans face is that they believe that, uh, one, that they are not enough and two, that they don't deserve love. And so when you don't believe that you're enough, you know, you hear guys say this all the time where, where they'll say, you know, I think she's out of my league or I want to, I want to find a girl who's in my league. But what does that really even mean? All that means is that you believe that you're worth a specific type of person versus other people. They're too good for you. So the number one tip that I would give guys and girls is to realize the fact that, you know, you're even listening to, to this interview and podcast means that you are trying to improve yourself, right? Um, you are, you know, probably, doing something in terms of your career that you're uh, striving towards. You're doing all these different things. And because of this, you are enough to deserve someone who you can actually potentially spend the rest of your life with, right? Mm -hmm. So the biggest mistake that people make is like they, they go after their career. You know, they start um, having the health that they want. But when it comes to love, when it comes to attracting the people that they want to be with, for some reason, they always say, Oh, I got to find someone in my league. And you have to go towards, uh, you know, dating the same way that you go towards your career, the same way that you go towards your health, your happiness to get the best of the best, to get someone who you believe is in your standards, right? Um, who you believe is someone that you can connect with and have chemistry with, which leads me to my second point is if you believe that you're enough, you're going to have to set standards, right? And a lot of people go, uh, at dating in a way where they just kind of take whoever is conveniently giving to them um, mm -hmm. versus actually choosing, right? So it's like, what do you like in terms of physical qualities? 
right? And I actually get my clients to always write this down, like name top three to five physical qualities that you look for in terms of women. And then also name the top three to five non-physical qualities that you look for, right? So the personal traits that you look for. And this will actually put you in the mindset where you start looking at uh, possible mates as not this person is in my league or this person is out of my league, but will this person actually fit within my lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last thing I would say is to understand that we're all humans. We all have our imperfections. We all feel insecure. We all, uh, no matter who you are, like if you're a model or if you, you know, uh, don't, you know, think that you're a model, whatever, whatever it is, we all have our imperfections. We all have our insecurities. So you have to start viewing people the same way to, to view them as humans, right? It's like, we're all human. Uh, there's no one who's perfect. And when you are actually willing to be vulnerable and put your imperfect imperfections out on the line, that's when people will start being vulnerable with you as well. And they will put their imperfections and insecurities on the line as well. And that's when you can actually connect and create chemistry. Hmm. Yeah. You were mentioning that you get your clients to, uh, to write three to five physical and non-physical things, right? So do you almost create, like, when you're, let's just say you're, 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 you have a house that you want to get, you know what I mean? And you put your goal, okay, I want it to look like this. I want the interiors to be this, the basement to have these type of rooms. Same thing for a car. And then you start seeing it everywhere. Right. Have you experienced that where do you, you, you write, okay, this is the kind of woman that I want in my life and almost like try it out into existence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause we have this thing called the RAS, right? Which is the reticular activating system in our brain. Mm-hmm. And what the RAS is, it focuses on what you're already subconsciously focused on. Right. So this is like a phenomenon that you see where people buy a certain car, right? Like, let's say you buy a BMW tomorrow and all of a sudden now you're it's seeing everywhere. more BMWs everywhere. You're like, hmm, yeah. why is everyone getting a BMW? It's not that everyone's getting a BMW. It was always there, but now you're just more focused on it because it's in your personal life. So when you have a focus, when you have these standards that you set for yourself, the reticular activating system of your brain starts to actually hone in on that subconsciously. And so you start attracting those things in your life. It's just like setting goals. The most successful people that I know always set goals. And the reason Mm -hmm. isn't why, because like, oh, if you set goals, it's going to magically just appear. It's no, because you're focused on it now. You have a clear direction. You have a clear path. So if you're doing that for your career, if you're doing that for your health, you know, when you go to the gym, you write down, okay, today I, I did this much. Or if you're tracking your calories, why don't people do that with their dating life? You know, why don't you actually set standards of, who you want to meet, what personal qualities that you want them to have, and what physical qualities that you want them to have. You're not always going to find the exact vision, but the closer you are going to get to that personal standard, the happier your relationships will actually be. So yeah, for sure. I've, I've had clients who have written down exactly what they wanted. And just by working with me, within a week, they actually find that person. And they're like, holy crap, it actually worked. It's like, no, you were actually just focused on it for once in your life versus haphazardly going towards, you know, meeting anybody. Mm-hmm. Do you get them to do it uh, like daily, daily concentrate on that and then just be themselves, keep working on themselves? And, uh, or how do you go about that exactly? Yeah. So I get them to write down their standards and focus on meeting women who, uh, you know, actually meet their standards. Right. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I always say, 
meeting women should be part of your lifestyle. So if you like, you know, rock climbing, if you like meditation, if you like yoga, for me, like, I'm really starting to get passionate about health and like, stuff like that. So I always like going to like, different health retreats and yoga retreats and all that stuff. So this is the easiest way that you can probably meet women is doing something that you already like doing, or you're interested in and just going to different meetups and places where they have those things going on. So that when you meet those women, you have a certain connection already, you already have that chemistry with them, right off the bat, because you're already interested in the same things. Yeah. Uh, sweet, man. Um, can you talk a little bit about on the other side, are you building, you know, like the, the business that you have right now with your clients, helping them with their confidence, helping them with their dating lives? At first, and I'm sure and we had we had a conversation about this maybe a couple couple months ago when I, I last saw you, and you were telling me about how you had a breakthrough in your business, right? But it wasn't always like that. In the beginning, it was hard. You were getting mentors, getting coaching, learning the you know the the steps and everything. Can you talk a little bit about a, a part a time when you were in a big struggle? You know, you were really struggling. You were having a hard time, and then what did you do? How did you keep going? And how did you have like a breakthrough to where you are right now? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not perfect at this even right now. Right. Um, but I, I started my YouTube channel about man, three, three, maybe even four years ago. Mm -hmm. And when I started my YouTube channel, I just had this idea of me wanting to coach guys around this, this field. And I didn't even know anything. I, I didn't even know everything about this field to begin with, but I knew that this is something that I wanted to do. So when I started it, I knew zero about business. I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about advertising. I knew absolutely nothing. And so I just made quality content, quality content. And for three years, it wasn't getting me anywhere. Like it was like, I would maybe here, there make some money, but I was mostly always in debt. Um, it was really, really difficult, especially when people who are closest to you, so your friends, your family, um, you know, even people that, that you might be in a relationship with are telling you, you should be doing something else. You know, they're telling you like, yo, go to school, you know, um, and I'm not putting down school or anything, but like, they're telling you go to school, get a nine to five job. And I had many of those during my journey, right? I had many nine to five jobs. I actually had 13 jobs in total. So I, I was constantly bouncing from job to job looking for these certain things. Um, now, looking back on it, I'm like, during those years, those were really preparation years. Because during that time, I spent time just learning. I spent time learning marketing, I spent time learning copywriting, advertising, uh, sales. Mm -hmm. And so for those three years, looking back on it, it wasn't really a failure. It was just me preparing so that I can get to a point where I can start seeing the success that I wanted to see. And I'm not nowhere nearly successful as I want to be right now. Um, but even within the past two months, I've had a huge breakthrough. And that came from, uh, which is the second biggest thing that helped me in my life was getting mentors. Like you have to have to have a mentor. There's no way that I would have been able to achieve what I've been able to do within the past few months without a mentor. It's mm -hmm. actually impossible. Uh, because the stuff that he taught me, the stuff that I learned to actually implement, I wouldn't have thought, thought of otherwise. And these are tested methods from someone who's already doing millions and millions of dollars in sales every year, right? 
So if I want to get to that point, why not just pay that person? Why not take the risk and give that person, you know, and I didn't have money when I gave them money, right? I was like, man, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like working Uber and shit. And um, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to like, just, just suck it up. Worst comes to worst, I lose money. The best comes to best. I start seeing the results I want to in my business. So I took that massive risk of investing into this person. And I had invested to many other people before in the past, and I've gotten burned so many times. And mm -hmm. so it was, it was hard for me to even invest. But once I did, I started seeing those results. And all those years where I created content, all those years where I focused on my public speaking, all those years I focused on learning how to market myself, all those years I learned the nitty gritty details of you know, how do I edit a video and do copy, all this stuff. It was preparation for now so that once I got that mentor and I was able to learn something, I could immediately implement and start getting those results. Um, so, you know, on my journey, I had people who were saying I'm doing the wrong thing. Um, there was many times where I even doubted myself and I was like, maybe this isn't something that I like. Maybe I'm not even good at it, right? Because I wasn't seeing the success. There was many times that I jumped from certain thing to certain things. So, you know, I stopped my business for a while to go into this new opportunity, real estate, social marketing, and uh, MLM and all these different things. Mm -hmm. And I realized no matter what journey you take, if you want to be an entrepreneur, regardless, the grass always looks greener on the other side. And always. it's always going to be hard. Once you yeah. get to the other side of the grass, you're like, this is the same shit. So you might as well just stick out with something that you like doing. Um, I honestly believe that most people aren't going to be successful. And this isn't to discourage anyone. This is to push someone uh, for that type of person who's willing to invest into themselves, who's willing to work really hard. You will be successful. But for most people, they're not willing to do that. For, no, for most people, they're not willing to go three, four years without seeing results, spending all their time, all their energy, all their money, into different mentors and working and getting all these skills. Most people aren't willing to do that. They want quick results. And so if you want quick results, it's not the game for you. It's, it's probably better for you to get a job. Um, and, and I made a lot of mistakes. I still make mistakes. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm rich or anything like that, but I'm definitely doing better than I was three years ago or even <laughs> last year. Um, so yeah, man, it just takes, it, it just took a very, very long time. And I'm still on this journey. I'm just starting to see results after four years, just starting to see results. Mm -hmm. And it took this long of constantly fighting against people's opinions, constantly fighting against, uh, I used to always like now my dad supports me because he sees me making money. But, uh, you know, I used to always have fights with my parents. I used to always have fights with my friends where I'd be like, no man, this is going to work. And everyone was telling me it wasn't going to work. Literally everyone would be like, you're wasting your time. Like you got to do something for something else. You're going to fail. And I was like, no, I'm going to find a way. And I just kept working at it. Um, I spent so much money on mentors, man. If within the past three, four years, I've spent probably over 60 grand, 70 grand mm -hmm. just on learning different skills, getting mentors. 
Um, this is stuff that people don't see. You know what I'm saying? This is stuff yeah. that people don't have no idea and are like, oh, how did you do this? How did you do that? Oh, I wish I was doing this, but people are not willing to do all the stuff that you've done in the back end that people have no idea. The amount of classes, the hours, they're getting rejected every single day, right? The people doubting you every single day, people talking behind your back every single day. That's the stuff that nobody really sees until only the people that are actually doing it. Um, but they wouldn't be really willing to do that. Right. It's like people yeah. ask me, Hey, I'll, you know, this, they see all these things are like, Oh, I, I, oh my God, I want to be an actor. Right. Uh, I, I want to be an actor. Should I be an actor? And my, my answer usually, right. Is, is just straight up. It would be, it would just say, be no, you know? And at the end of the day, the reason I say that as well is because if someone's going to be an actor, if someone's going to be an entrepreneur, if someone's going to, it doesn't matter if someone says no, right. That should just show like the kind of person that is going to be successful in that is not going to care if you tell them no. Because me, everyone told me no. Everyone everyone really said, oh, you should probably shouldn't be do that, right? But it, you have no other way. You have no other thing that you can do. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question. Because, you know, you're in, you're in acting, right? Like you're an actor and stuff. Um, and I'm just thinking like, you know, on my journey, like I had so many people doubting me. And I still do to this day, like, even now that I'm like making decent money, like sometimes I'll go, I'll go back to my parents and like, they'll be like, Oh, like, you know, you know, this isn't going to last. Right. You know, like they'll say like comments like that. And I still even have friends that I haven't seen in a long time, but even when I see them, like I, I notice that doubt in the back of their mind. Now I'm just thinking like I have an online business and you're an actor and acting is something that like a lot of people want to do. Right. A lot of people want to be famous actors. How many, how many people on your journey like doubted you and how did you actually fight that? How did you, um, you know, push against it and, and keep going and keep going? I would tell you that. So I come from a athletic background, right? I come from, from playing soccer at a very high level. Um, uh, here in Canada, so I played provincial, ended up playing a national for a little bit, traveled, you know, to, to Europe, South America, like representing uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And, um, you know, that was my dream since I was four years old. So when things happen and I couldn't pursue that and you know, like any longer, I was completely lost. I was a, a total stranger to myself. And after dropping out of school, after going through some like serious depression and, and, and that was just one thing that led to a bunch of other things, right, in my life. I, I finally found myself, you know, long story short, within, I wouldn't say I found myself within acting. The way that it started, I ended up going to a class because I needed money. I was I had a business I was running, but as you know, I was making money, but I was losing more money than I was making at some point, right? Uh, I was working like crazy. I had three jobs. I, was, I got certified as a personal trainer. I was DJing at nightclubs, right? I worked at Costco until like 3 a.m., and uh, and then I I was just trying to pay off debt, make money. Like I was doing all these crazy stuff. And so one day I I ended up going into this acting class, um, and uh, and I saw that that uh, there's you know that if I mean if you want to to try something, you have to learn learn at it. Because I went to an audition, and the only reason I went to that audition was because I saw I saw like a newspaper on the on the floor in the metro the trains a subway right and it said uh that there was an audition for for a part of something and they had money signs around it and i was really in need of money and it was that same day so i just picked up the paper 
and I just I just went in. That's him. I was wearing a hoodie. I was just like a ripped jeans, looking like like an absolute bum, negative, purely negative, like super depressed. Like, <laughs> and I just like showed up there, and I saw it was that same day. I'm like, screw it. I just went in the room, and I'm like, hey, I want to go in for this thing because I saw it said it said uh, eight, you know, it said uh, sixteen to I think twenty one years old. You know, I was, I think, 17 at the time. And uh, I just went and they were like, hey, who's your agent? Who's your agent manager? Uh, could you give me your headshots resume? And I was like, what? You know, I had no idea what they were talking about, right? So I just, but but what was funny is I actually, they actually let me go in the room and the casting director told me like, can you read this for me? I just looked at it. I looked at her, I read it. And the way I read it, and I kind of went over it like a minute and she said, hey, like, have you done this before? And I said, no. And she's like, well, you, I feel like you, you have something. And she just, that's all she said. And I left the room. I didn't get the part for whatever that was because I, I don't even remember what it was or really I don't think I even knew what it was for. But there was just something there that connected with me and a certain interest where after that I just went, you know, to started learning trying to learn about it i went to my first acting class and the first thing the teacher said that you know at that class was like you know most actors never make it right and um that's the first thing that she says what a way to sell you on uh, on something right? i remember i think the class cost like it was not a you know it was a very basic kind of thing it cost like 600 bucks and at that point with everything that i had going on it was at that point because my my bank account at that point was going from having like like you know high thousands of dollars to having like zero in a matter of like a day type of thing so i was like i literally i remember literally having like 620 dollars in my bank account and she told me it was 600 and the registration was then so i don't know why and i was like so struggling and i just like paid like i decided to pay and enroll in that acting class uh you fast forward a little bit at the end of that class um, there was uh, an opportunity to, to talk to, um, you know, to do a, a, a performance, right? So all the different actors were about 10, 10 guys, guys and girls who wanted to, you know, were learning acting, basically. And the, you could invite your family, your parents, friends to go. It's like a showcase that we had. And I was in a point in life where I wasn't really talking to, to 21. It was like really lowest darkest point where i was physically not even able to smile for a year and a half at that point and uh i was like fuck well it sucks because I, I don't have anyone i can invite you know i wasn't really talking with my parents there and i wasn't open with anybody i completely cut relationships off and then at some point i'm like you know what like i'm i'm i'm, I'm being like stupid like, i do have some people i can invite like I, and, and so i ended up telling my parents hey i'm doing this this thing if you guys want to come i didn't think they were going to show up that night I arrive, um, I, I look and it was, it was, it was funny cause it was this place where right next to us, there was like a rehabilitation center where people were like there for drug abuse and for, and they, it was two classes. And one was for just like people that were just there for, for drug and alcohol abuse. And then it was our class, you know? So it was, it was a nice, uh, it was a, a lot of characters in that little kind of building. And, uh, I look at the, outside i look at the the room and and the chairs and i see my parents and my my girlfriend at the time that just sit in the front rows there and i was like wow you know and so everyone started going out there and performing a monologue that we had kind of prepared mm-hmm. and that was the last the last person to come out i remember just kind of looking myself in the mirror and just it was a really emotional type scene i 
get out there. I sit on the chair. Two minutes pass of me doing that monologue at a point, but you know when you don't even feel like you don't know what happened, but something happened, mm-hmm. right? It just you just kind of get yourself in that moment, and then you just let yourself kind of go. So that's what happened, and it was crazy because I finished. There was a long silence, and then people just started, you know, started clapping like like crazy, and it was like the nobody had clapped for anybody like before like that, and so. It was it was a, a special moment where after I was leaving, and my parents had absolutely no idea that I was doing any of that, right? And um, so they were really surprised, and they looked at me and they were like, "Wow!" And then that's when, on the way back, my my girl she she looks at me and she told me, "I'm like, this is what you're supposed to be doing for a living," because she knew how lost I was, and I had mentioned to her a little bit that I kind of like this right before and she's like now I know like this is what you should be doing for a living and so that was a one point where I actually felt something like that but so many times and, and, and even there that was just the start before the rejection you know what I mean that was just the start and then after that whole lots of rejection happened every single day until a point where instead of me reaching out to people people started reaching out to me and asking me and not only asking me to be in their stuff but paying to be their stuff and I was like wow and then paying a lot of money to be in their stuff and I'm just in I'm just in the start of a really big peak in my career so um yeah man it, it, it I remember there was a point that after that my parent my dad was like you know he was looking at some stats and and my dad being a, an engineer and a big math guy he says well you you know like out of all the, everyone who tries to become an actor only this amount of people make it and, and I forget yeah, what I that too. It's like out of everyone who runs a business, though, I'm like, it, I don't care about it, these stats. Exactly. Right. So it was that kind of percentage thing where it was like, like zero point. I don't know how much percent actually make all the money and like, and everyone else like is broke. Right. And I think acting, someone told me this, um, he told me that acting is the number one job with the most unemployment, you know, I don't know what the regular normal unemployment is. I forget, but acting is like most or it's the biggest percentage of unemployment, the biggest unemployment rate. So, um, per career. And, uh, I looked at him and I, even then I just, I, I, I'm like, I don't like the stats are not for me, you know, I, I think, and that's just a mindset where like, I just don't care about the stats and it's not and it's to sound like i'm just better than anyone else anyone else but i know that i'm better than anyone else why because i'm better than myself every single day i try and i starve and i grind to every single day just like i hate waking up the same way i woke up yesterday i fucking like i i can't do that i gotta wake up tall i gotta wake up stronger i gotta wake up sharper and i gotta wake up with more love in my heart than i did before if not something seriously wrong and i gotta change Absolutely yeah. change, you know what I'm saying, and so and because I know that most people are not doing that, I I don't care about the stats. I never did, and I never will. Right, stats is just a number that we play ourselves because you know you're all in. But you know you're all in, and I I knew that from the beginning when I was going in and I was working for free, and not even that, but I would spend like every dollar that I had on like the bus to get to this like short film that was like you know what i mean and then i had to pay for my own food there like it's it's crazy what i was doing man but i just wanted to get on front of that fucking screen and i just wanted to like be a character right and i fell in love and here's the thing when that time that that time where i did that showcase i never i it's the first time since soccer that i felt anything like i physically felt something 
you know and that's why after that i literally cried and had it like i i felt something because i remember not physically being able to feel i physically yeah. wasn't able to feel i physically saw everything in black and white right um and so that's why i said i need to do this you know and, and my parents the only reason that in the beginning they were like they i was i was a school dropout i was this you know i was in you know my late teens and for my parents education is the most important thing right so but the reason that that they kind of let me some not i was gonna do whatever i did anyways you know but they my mom was like like okay like what, what is it give me a, a shot of like seeing what this was all about was because it's the only time she actually saw me feel in over a year and a half you know yeah. so for her like at least i'm alive you know what i mean at least i'm alive that was it was it was at that point so she was grateful that i actually was alive um and yeah man so there's rejection every day but the short answer to your question is like i don't give a shit about the stats yeah and and the thing is too like i, I was thinking about this people are supposed to doubt you because you haven't proven yourself. Why yeah. should anybody, you haven't deserved anything for, for anybody to believe in you. You have to deserve it. And there's a good quote by, um, by Charlie Munger that I fucking love so much because he says, and this guy's like uh, Warren Buffett's right-hand man. And he's a self-made billionaire. And he says, in order to get what you want, you have to deserve it. The world is not yet enough of a crazy place to reward a whole bunch of undeserving people. And I think like a lot of people, especially who get into to entrepreneurship or any journey, right? They want to become an actor. They want to become a famous artist. They want to become an entrepreneur. Um, they're not willing to go through the journey of not seeing results for a very, very long time and the grind and the, and the learning and the risks, right? Like a lot of people are willing to grind even, right? They're like, I'll work hard. A lot of people are, are, are willing to, you know, uh, do all the stuff necessary, but they're not willing to take those risks where they're putting down like 20 grand just to learn from a mentor. They're not willing to put down, you know, money where their mouth is in terms of Facebook ads. They're not willing to, you know, travel across the globe or, or even go to some auditions for free and pay for their own food. Right. It's like, they're not willing to do that shit. They would rather stay at home. And, and to be honest, everyone should doubt you in the beginning. That's what yeah. you deserve. Right. And until yeah. you prove otherwise, people shouldn't believe in you. Like I, I look back like four years ago and I'm like, you know, why don't my, my uh, parents support me? Why don't my friends support me? Why should they? What have you done to prove it? Right. Like until you prove now, like my parents support me more because like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to make money and shit. And every time I see them, like, they're like, okay, how's business, you know? And, and they support me, but that's because I prove it to them that, yo, I'm for real. And like the universe will, will also, you know, I feel like it almost tests you to see if you're for real, right? It's like, it'll constantly throw shit your way. And you have to innovate and you have to be smart enough to hustle and, and get coaches and get mentors and all this stuff to constantly overcome those until the universe goes like, okay, this guy's for real. He's actually, he's actually doing this, you know, and then you start to, to start seeing some results here and there. And even back then, like when I was getting into this, I used to do free coaching mm -hmm. and I would always get feedback from guys and they'll be like, honestly, that was a waste of time. Or one guy told me that was worth 10 bucks. I spent more than $30 <laughs> just driving him around and he told me yeah. that was worth 10 bucks to my face as I coached him for three days. Yeah. And 
looking back, yeah, it was worth 10 bucks. <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten any money from clients because I was not worth it yet. Yeah. Now I can charge, you know, upwards of 10 grand, right? Because I, I've shown that I can, I can prove the track record. I've spent over $60,000 in myself just going to different seminars, Tony Robbins, getting certifications, all this stuff. Now I can prove that I'm worth it. You know, I'm a completely different person than I was three, four years ago. And if I didn't continue and if I gave up because I wasn't seeing results six months in, a year in, two years in, three years in, while everyone doubted me, uh, even when I doubted myself, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have the skills that I have today. And I wouldn't see the results I, I, I see today. So it's like, of course, no one's going to believe in you. Of course, no one should even believe in you. Most people mm -hmm. do fail. Like people think yeah. that like they can, they can just kind of think about shit, write down goals and work hard. And sometimes they'll come with you. No, failure is the default. Failure is the failure default. Failure is the default. Absolutely. You have to, you have to, you have to do shit to, to overcome the default. You have to invest into coaches, put your money where your mouth is, be on the brink of, there was a point in my life where I was, I was at a Ty Lopez conference actually. And, uh, I was, uh, this was when I was early on in my business journey. I was maybe 1920 and I was already with my school debt and my personal debt about 30 grand in debt, 30 K in debt. Mm -hmm. Most people in, in that sense, they wouldn't say, Hey, maybe I should spend five grand to go to LA so I can just maybe learn one or two things from a seminar. People yeah. don't do that. They're not willing to risk it. Mm -hmm. I took so many risks that most people wouldn't be able to do. And I still do to this day. Yeah. I have to because failure is the default. And otherwise, I'm going to fail. And I know this. Every, every morning that I wake up, I'm like, I'm fighting the battle against failure. And so most people yeah. don't see that. It's like you're going to go years on end without seeing any results because you're starting at the, at the default, which is failure. And you have to do shit to overcome that. And nobody should believe in you in the beginning until you prove it otherwise. You have to show that you're deserving in anything, even in my, in my dating journey, for me to become confident, for me to overcome social anxiety, for me to overcome depression, for me to, you know, get to a point where I could control my thoughts and control my emotions and become an attractive guy. I had to go through a very long journey where I had to start eating right. I had to start working out. I, I had to start pushing my comfort zone, taking massive, massive risks before I could get there. And most people aren't willing to do that. And, and dude, most people also, I feel like maybe you'll agree with me on this or you'll disagree, but I think like they're just not um, resourceful. It's like, I'll have guys who ask me the most stupid question that they could have just Googled. Like, it's like, hey, where do I find this book? It's like, bro, you literally go on Google for two seconds and you type the exact <laughs> words that I told you where you can get this book from. That's all it takes. And you're asking me where you can find this book. It's like people aren't resourceful anymore. They want quick results because they're getting quick things, you know, handed to them. Um, they're not willing to put in the work. They're not willing to, to face failure or face rejection or face their own fears. They're not willing to, um, you know, I've gotten rejected so many times, like even on my journey where I was trying to become better with women, I had women who would straight up like 
you know, if I said something that they, they would straight up call me creepy, they would say like, yo, you're creepy, or we don't want to be around you. Like you're a loser. Da, da, da. I, and, and that's harsh. That's hard to deal with. Mm. But you know what? It's feedback <laughs> and it's necessary. Right. Yeah. So every time that happened, like, yeah, it would fucking hurt, but I would go like, okay, why are they saying this? And how can I learn from this? And I continuously did that on my journey. And I do that in my business today, right? If, if something isn't working and I'm like, okay, why is this not making money? I don't go like, oh, this sucks. I'm just going to give up. Maybe this isn't for me. And I have those thoughts, by the way. I always doubt myself even till now. Um, but I have to overcome that doubt and be like, okay, what can I do better? What can I learn from this? How can I continuously improve? Because otherwise, I'm going to fail. And failure is the default. Because most people Either don't, they don't analyze. Sorry? I say most people when something like that happens, right? So they're going to reject you and, and different, you know, different, uh, you know, um, sections of your life are going to get rejected. So you get rejected. Most people, they take it, right? But then they stay there instead of taking it, analyzing it and then understanding it. And once yeah. you understand it, then you can actually improve. And guess what? Next time it might happen again, you know, cause we're human beings and most people, especially myself, man, I have to fall a couple of times on my face. I rather not rather, man, I believe in learning from other people's mistakes, obviously. Right. You know, then learning from my own mistakes on most things. But at the end of the day, I'm the kind of guy, man, I'm just so fucking action oriented that I'm going to fucking fall on my face a couple of times. But guess what? I'm also a guy who's going to get up much faster right? Than, than yeah. Anyone, you know, so at the end of the day, you're going to advance so much more. And if you also just have that fire within you that you just don't give a shit, you're going to do it. But you need to learn to analyze that. Uh, and then so you can actually understand that and it cannot be something you know, but who you are. Right. And uh, most people, they just take it, they take it in, they feel it. Oh, fuck. She rejected me. Oh, I suck. I'm a loser. And then you keep feeling that enough. And guess what? That fucking sucks. Why? Because you didn't learn anything. You just saw it as a failure and you didn't see any feedback in that. Yeah. And I'm sure you faced this too on, on your acting journey. Like you probably failed so much and you're not the same actor you were two, three years ago. Right. Fuck no. Yeah, of course. And that's the point. It's like, you're going to fail, but you learn from, from that. And you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't celebrate failure. Like I'm not saying like, you should be like, yeah, let's just fail a bunch of times. Like you, if you can succeed, like succeed, but failure is inevitable. And if it's inevitable, then you're going to have to face it. And I always tell, tell guys this, like even my last client, he was so scared of rejection. And I'm like, you're going to have to get rejected. You're just going to have to accept that you're going to get rejected and it's going to happen not once, mm-hmm. not twice, but hundreds of times. No. Yeah. So if you can't accept that fact, I'm sorry, you're not going to, you're not going to actually get this area of your life handled. Right. But once you accept that this is part of the process, every time you get rejected, you take it and you learn something from it. So the next time you can do a little bit better, just a little bit, 0.5% even, but every time you're going to, Again, like four or five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, I was not the same person I was today. If you had met me, I tell my, most of my students, like I, I used to be so shy and so scared of talking to people that I, I would shake when someone talked to me. Yeah. And they have a hard time believing it because they see me now. They're like, well, how does that happen? Well, because every time that I took action and I faced the fear and I faced the rejection, Mm-hmm. 
I had the mentality of this sucked, but it's necessary because now I know what the experience is and I know what I can do to, to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And, and like you said about the universe, you know, the, the universe is testing you, right? It's oh. almost like you're, 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 the way I see it, man, the way it is, is you're going up this, this, this big, this fucking huge mountain or hill or whatever, right? You're going up and the, the universe, whatever, it's like dragging you down on the way because they want to see how bad you actually want that, you know? And you're climbing up and at some point, you know, they're, they're, they're going to start getting tired of holding you down. So they're going to start letting you some loose and go. But for most people, they just get so fucking tired and it's always there. It's always there. It's always there. And they just quit. But even then when, you know, when you, you feel like you're getting tested, it's like, why the hell does this have to happen to me? And again, and again, and again, and it's always there. But at some point when you keep going enough, 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 you're going to break through. And that breakthrough is like saying, universe, you know what? You fucking deserve this. Like you deserve it because you've been through the stuff where I want to know as a universe, I want to know, do you really fucking want this? Or are you just playing? Because most people, they're just playing and they're just telling themselves they yeah. want something when the reality is, man, like they just like the idea of thinking they really want it, you know? So, but even then when, when, you yeah. know, that kind of becomes easier, you're yeah. still going an uphill battle. You know what I mean? You're still doing that. But the success for me at the end of the day is fucking learning to enjoy that uphill battle. Enjoy that because what's at the top is amazing. But I realize that I'm never really going to get to the top. And I don't care because that, that me climbing and looking around me, that's and enjoying that. And every breath I'm taking during that like way up, that's what's beautiful. And that's what life is, right? Yeah, exactly, man. All right. So let me, let me ask you this, man. What is success to you? What is success to me? Well, I mean, I, I haven't had success in all areas of my life yet. Um, but I would say success is improvement daily, daily improvement. Um, I think that's the, the one way I can explain who I became today and how I consistently grow. Um, and I always push towards daily improvement. Every day I'm trying to get better. And sometimes I fail. Sometimes I'm not better. Sometimes I sleep in. Uh, sometimes I hit the snooze button. Sometimes I'm not productive. Sometimes I don't approach that girl that I really want to. Sometimes I'm bad in relationships. I'm not perfect. Um, however, however, I think that if I push towards improvement, that if I push towards um, trying to get better every day, at some point, you're going to hit a breakthrough. At some point, you're going to actually get better because you're constantly pushing on your identity to shift. And at some point, your, your identity either has to shift or you're going to have to break. And most of the time, your identity shifts and you just become a different person. Who I was four or five years ago, I'm not the same person nearly today. Like I was, I made a post about this on my Instagram too, where I was like, man, I was looking at my videos a couple of years back, two years back. I had a nasally voice. I was like super reactive as a person. Um, I look like I have ADD. I'm like all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, who was that? Like, I don't even know who that was. <laughs> and even now, like, I'll look, I'll look at my life and I'll be like, man, there's so many things I want to achieve. There's so many things I want to do. Why haven't I achieved it? You know, and, 
and why like is it taking so long but then i have to always remind myself is this better than you were two three years ago and i'm like holy fuck yeah like i'm in a completely different situation than i was two three years ago i'm a completely different person so you have to play that long-term game and uh, daily improvement is necessary or at least pushing towards daily improvement you're not always going to succeed but if you push towards it and you get even a one percent better every day or even 10 percent better every year you're going to make massive, massive improvements in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for improvements, you mentioned also, you know, doing stuff like, like reading books and, and stuff that were part of your, your daily, right? So what, what are top three books for you that have really impacted you? Top three books, I would say the first one, I mean, the first one is a, is a top one for me because it's the book that got me into self-improvement. It's the book that made me overcome depression Um, there was a point in my life where I was just constantly having suicidal thoughts and I just hated my life. I hated everything about it. I I genuinely wanted to end my life. And, um, the one book I remember reading it, I was one third through the way and something hit me so hard. I actually got it tattooed on me over here. Um, but it hit me so hard that it changed my life completely. And I got into self-improvement. Uh, and that book was a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, so that book changed my life. And then the second one I would say is The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem by Nathaniel Brandon. Um, I think self-esteem is very important in terms of achieving anything that you want to in your life. And that book absolutely changed my life. And then the third one I would say would be Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Uh, that book really got me to start thinking about my identity differently. It got me thinking about uh, what I believe in, all these different things completely differently. So yeah, those are, those are, I would say, top three. I have a bunch more, but um, those three books changed my life. Nice, man. Very nice. Well, thanks, bro. I'm going to ask you one last question to finish this off strong. If I, you know, I gave you a paper right now and on that piece of paper you had to write, you know, was the, the greatest stuff that you've learned in your life until now, you're going to have to give that to someone that you really love you know, to maybe your daughter or someone that you have something to share with that maybe they can learn from, from you and what you've learned in your life. What um, would you write on that piece of paper? What would you give? And like, what would be your words to success? Mm. Man, that's a, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, I, I would say, okay, the first thing I would say is don't take life too seriously. Um, I, I tend to take life seriously at, at times and I get reactive. I used to have like anger problems and stuff. Um, but man, like nothing matters at the end of the day, like nothing matters because you're going to die. The world's going to completely die at some point. Um, nothing's going to exist at some point. Nothing matters in the grand scheme of things. So don't take life ser- too seriously. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, enjoy and have fun and be kind to others would be the second thing. Always be kind. There's no reason why you shouldn't be kind to other people. Um, and third thing I would say is, um, improve every day, push towards improvement every day and don't take, uh, don't take things too hard on yourself. You're, you're, there's a good quote by Tony Robbins. He says, most people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. 
And I highly, highly believe in that because we tend to be overly optimistic on what we can do short term. And that's why most people fail. Um, they're like, oh, I want to get a million dollars in six months. And then they don't hit it and they get discouraged. But if you improve every day over a decade, trust me, you're going to be a completely different person and have different things in your life. Absolutely. So those would be the things I would say. Amazing, man. Well, brother, I, I thank you for, for coming on. I love you. appreciate you. And uh, I look forward to, to see you again soon. Thanks for, for sharing everything that you've shared and opening up, my bro. All right. I hope you guys got value and enjoyed the conversation between Mo Abassi and I. If you want to learn more about Mo, you can go to wordstosuccess.com under episodes and it's all there. Also, big shout out to our brand, Greatness Within. If you haven't heard about Greatness Within, it's a company that I started back in 2014 and started growing it big since then. And just recently, we decided to do a whole relaunch of the brand with new designs, new branding. So go and check that out. It's athletic streetwear with a message. It's all about wearing purpose and being purpose. So yeah, go and check it out. Greatnesswithin.co. If you want to, you know, look great, feel great, be great. And we believe everyone has greatness within them. And it's all about becoming the greatest version of yourself and not comparing yourself to anyone else. It's about the underdog and it's about you. So go and check it out again. Greatnesswithin.co. If you get something, when you purchase uh, something off the store, a hoodie, a beanie, a shirt, pants, whatever it is, what we're going to do is if you tag at words to success, at greatness within, and then hashtag Vamos on a photo on Instagram. We'll know that you're coming from here, and we're going to give you guys a repost. We're going to basically shout you guys out. So thank you guys so much for your support. The whole team and I really appreciate the kind words and everything you guys are sending our way. Also, give us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think and who you want next, and I'll see you on the next episode. Vamos. 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 Vamos.